0: Hello, and welcome to the Frontier Strategy Group podcast series. FSG is the leading information services provider for emerging markets executives. We partner with business leaders at over 200 multinationals by providing them with research, analytical tools, and data to help power their emerging markets business strategies. My name is Ryan Breyer, and I'm the director of the Latin America research practice here at Frontier Strategy Group. I'm joined today by our associate practice leader, Antonio Martinez, who's here to talk to us about his recent research on Mexico's distribution landscape. Before we begin, I'd like to take a moment to remind you that our research on Latin America's markets, along with all of FSG's content, is available online in our portal, which you can access at www.frontierstrategygroup.com. Contact your FSG account manager if you have any questions or have forgotten your login. Antonio, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you, Ryan. I am really excited to have the opportunity to speak to you about your recent research on the Mexico distribution landscape, so why don't we just get started? In this report, you build upon your earlier research, which we discussed in our last podcast on subnational prioritization in Mexico, essentially to argue that the same dynamics that are driving the reevaluation of multinationals' commercial footprints are also driving changes in the country's distribution landscape. Could you perhaps elaborate on this a little bit?
1: What I would say is that essentially in Mexico, more and more multinationals are seeing that the opportunities in the economic landscape of the country is focused more and more on how certain industries or certain regions are going to develop or grow more, uh, relative to, say, maybe the the standbys of uh, Mexico City, Monterrey, and Guadalajara, and that these new opportunities, which Some of them are driven by government spending, others by private sector investment, others simply by the development of a stronger and more developed consumer market, an important part to the country. I think all those together are driving as well how companies are thinking about distribution and really reaching uh, their end customers. Um, And that's really causing many of them to reevaluate what they want out of their distributors and what they can uh, what do they what kind of investments they need to make in the country to ensure that their go to market strategies are uh, as effective as they need them to be
0: So how reliant are multinationals on distributors in Mexico I would say,
1: generally speaking, coming from a lot of our research previous years as well, uh, what we found is that uh, Mexico, uh, even though it's for many of our clients a market that they've been long established in, uh, still accounts for about half of all their revenues come from working through an indirect distribution. So around half is direct distribution, direct to to market, uh, while the other half is definitely still working with a variety of different distributors. And most of our clients don't just work with one distributor that has national scope, but a good number of distributors across different regions of the country.
0: Do you find that sort of the reliance on distributors varies at all by either industry or geography in Mexico? Um, what I would say it definitely does for industries. I mean, it, but it also, in
1: terms of what I would say uh, from that standpoint, is that, well, if companies are maybe focusing on the automotive sector or they're focused on the energy sector, their work there, uh, they need to basically have the right kind of distributors in those regions. And that often leads them to work in regions such as whether you're talking about Querétaro or Guanajuato for the automotive sector, but also in areas such as Campeche and uh, and Tabasco, as well as Veracruz for those particular customer segments.
0: I know that you had an opportunity to speak to, to many executives about their distribution relationships in Mexico. Did you find that executives are generally satisfied with the, the quality of their distributors? I find that for the most part,
1: we can say that they're satisfied in their more established businesses. What's happening often enough that we hear from our clients is that as they see that new opportunities are coming from Mexico, especially after all these structural reforms, um, after kind of developments we've seen more recently in the, the Mexican economy, that they're looking for more ambition and more sophistication among their distributors, uh, their ability to go after new customer segments that may require, say, more service or require better or more advanced level of uh, more customization or more advanced level of uh, our products. Uh, that's what we found that many of our clients are dealing with and having a hard time with.
0: Mm, yeah, that's that's interesting. That's probably a nice segue actually in, into the next question that I wanted to ask you, which is really focused on, on capabilities. I know this was a big uh, area of focus for you in your research. And so I'd be curious to understand, you know, where are the areas where you found capabilities of distributors to be particularly deficient in Mexico?
1: On this point, I would say it's clear in some industries than in others. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, I mean, what we find is the more, in the more established industries, such as the construction, uh, food and, and drinks sector, as well as uh, the, the pharmaceutical sector, it seems that the issues are a bit different uh, in terms of uh, there's a bit more of an established distributor model in the country. What we found is in the rest of uh, for other more niche products, or more customized, or higher technology industries, what we found is that the the level of sophistication and the level of I uh, would say promotion. Uh, for many of these products, uh, that uh, and, and kind of a get the mindset away from simply selling on price mm-hmm. is what a lot of companies are struggling with, and this is especially acute in those regions and parts of the country where they're either more dependent on distributors or at the same time that new industries are arising out, um, and, and that's something that uh, many of our clients talk about, particularly in as I mentioned parts in the southeast of the country um as well as in some of the the central more uh kind of newly industrializing areas of uh,
0: of Mexico so two things have, have struck me from your remarks. It sounds like, you know, the first c- big complaint is that there's a lack of ambition or, or sort of a, a sense of complacency across some distributors. And then, you know, where there maybe is a little bit more ambition, they're still, you know, not sophisticated enough to move beyond a, a purely price-based value proposition. How do you recommend that multinationals overcome some of these, these challenges in working with their distributors in Mexico?
1: What we've developed is a set of frameworks and approaches to really find out, really understand first, what are the needs that are coming up in the market? What are the new opportunities? How do you map that out against what your distributors currently can do? And basically develop a gap analysis that then you can kind of go and start analyzing whether or not, is it a question of you need to invest more in this distributor? Do you need to create a distribution management process to manage these distributors, ensure that they are moving in the direction you want them to move, become more ambitious, focus more on the value proposition of your products, not simply the price. Um, as well as, as we said, we have a format for about, uh, we can say the 10 major capabilities companies are just across the border asking their distributors to have and, mm-hmm. and that they need to have in order to basically be able to capture all of that growth that is supposedly coming to Mexico that we've been seeing. The, the framework is there. From the government side, but that we still need to see whether the business environment is adapting quickly enough to take advantage of those. Okay, so
0: let's let's uh, shift a little bit to look uh, towards the future. In the report, I know you examine a couple of different factors that are likely to change the distribution landscape over the coming years. What is it that you think multinationals should be expecting in this regard, and uh, how would you recommend that they change their channel strategies or shift their channel strategies in Mexico in order to stay ahead of these trends? Well, one factor that we've analyzed,
1: and I would say that it's very clear in the conversations we've had with some of our clients in the fast-moving consumer goods as well as pharmaceutical sector, is the expansion of modern retail. We found that in industries where companies either have faced wholesalers or distributors with a lot of strength, a lot of uh, market power, that they're losing out to basically just uh, these retailers that are going ever more national in scope. And so many companies are moving away from their distribution partnerships and really trying to analyze how best to tap into these emerging retailers that, quite frankly, are growing faster than the, the overall consumer market in the country. And I would say other, the other two factors uh, that I'm definitely following up as well is just the structural reforms. I and mean, for many of our clients, even with the fall in oil prices, the energy sector has been, you know, there's more room for private sector investment, obviously. And that's going to drive a lot of new opportunities in that sector. And for many of our clients, even if it's a question of just taking a small share of that opportunity, they need to change how they think about what they need from their distributors what they need even from their direct sales teams are the managers that are managing these distributors because it's a different skill set for these new companies in these new industries. And the same can be said in the telecom sector, uh, which is also expected to well, – it's already starting to boom. And the same thing we say uh, – another key factor is simply government spending priorities. What we've seen – and this is something we've heard from our clients – is that the government is promising a lot of spending over the next uh, three to four years. Um, What we can say is that, yes, the fall in oil prices is going to dent a lot of those new projects, so it's less salient than maybe we expected even a few months ago. Um, But I'd say one thing we keep hearing is further centralization of a lot of that public spending. So those kind of relationships that your distributors could take advantage of in different states across the country, different municipalities, uh, they're going to be less important than really – having a good relationship, a strong relationship, and a strong understanding of the federal public tenders. Um, and that's really where companies who can take advantage of that are going to
0: grow faster mm-hmm. and be, be able to build a more sustainable and, and bigger business in Mexico. Great. That's helpful. Thank you so much for, for your remarks and for joining us here today, Antonio. To all of our listeners, if you are interested in learning more about our research and resources on Mexico or any other Latin American market, I'd like to take a moment to remind you that your FSG account manager can set up a conversation between you and Antonio or any other member of our research team at your convenience. Additionally, all FSG content is available online in downloadable PDF format at portal.frontierstrategygroup.com. This concludes our podcast for today. Until next time, we wish you great outperformance in your emerging markets.